Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Welcome to the 49er Faithful UK show and welcome to the last show of the 2021 season. I'm Gareth Ellis, and fresh from signing their bloated new contracts, I'm joined by Lee Gowland. Hi, guys. Paul Hope. Good evening, gentlemen. And Naji Kwar. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, we're recording this Monday, 14th of March, just as the legal tampering period begins. It might be a bit early for solid news, but we didn't want to miss the opportunity to embarrass ourselves with some wild predictions, because that is how we roll on this show. Uh, our media executive, Paul, hopefully will be monitoring Twitter during the show, so we might get to break some news. So I've just sprung that on you, Paul. <laughs> He's always on it anyway. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say, I've got to say, it's not just going to be Paul I'm on Twitter right now. Refreshing like crazy. The media assistant, excellent. There's flames coming off my thumb. I was just going to say, Gareth Lee added a nice touch today because some people don't know when it's me tweeting or whether it's Lee tweeting. And I noticed you'd just put on about an hour ago, Lee, you'd responded to someone and you'd put in brackets Lee G. And I thought that was a nice touch. So maybe we'll start doing that on the tweets so people know (laughs) when it's me and people know when it's you. But don't worry, Gareth, between me and Lee, any breaking news, we will obviously interrupt accordingly. Excellent. And I think Lee has got the correct jingle for that sort of thing as well. The breaking news? Oh, yep. God, you put us on the spot, man, Carol. What, what are you doing here? There <laughs> you go. Well, that's not working. There you there go. No news. There might be no news. The um, breaking news. There's none yet. <laughs> We will start with uh, a couple of little bits of uh, non-Niner related news. Uh, Tom Brady surprising absolutely no one by unretiring after a weekend visit to Old Trafford. Put simply, can we blame Manchester United for this? (laughs) Yeah, not surprised. I think he he got his first check of unemployment and he was like, what? Uh, No, go back to work. Um, Yeah, not not surprised. Unfinished business. So funny. So what's going think, to be really surprising is the only reason he's unretired is so that the Buccaneers can trade for Jimmy G and give us Brady and then don't have to give up a draft pick. Oh, yeah. Gets. Oh, that I makes, see. That makes sense. The only reason he's come back out, Gareth, and those of you with children like <laughs> myself will understand that he spent a month at home with the wife and kids and thought, sack that. But you're right, Gareth. Manchester United are not one of my favourite sporting clubs. People who know they ruined my childhood by winning everything. So thanks for reminding <laughs> me that they've got another reason. And also, like Lee said, I noticed Neil Watson had pushed that avenue, Lee, that maybe Jimmy's going to the Buccaneers. So that might lead nicely later on in the show, Gareth, with Tom <laughs> Brady coming out of retirement. I mean, that might be the boldest thing we've ever said, considering he called, the, he, he called him an mf not so long ago i doubt it'll go for that you know being traded like for like i, don't, I generally don't think we can afford him in terms of what tampa bay would want so. yeah they they've quoted five first round picks I yeah think, for a guy you're gonna get a year out of so mm. yeah anyway uh other more perhaps entertaining and more relevant news is perennial thorn in our side and all-around nemesis from <laughs> wilson has been traded to the denver broncos in exchange for some loose change and a couple of make-weight players. Uh, as a bonus, Bobby Wagner has also been released. So other than uh, amusement and smiles all round, any reaction to that, gents? Well, I've yeah. got to say, I, I think I must be the only 49er fan that um, 
isn't particularly happy about that move. I was quite happy for Russell Wilson to stay at the Seahawks. As we mentioned during the season, I think he's at a point now where his mind's a lot quicker than what his body is. He can't escape the pressure that well. And granted, they did beat us twice, but they didn't really beat us. We beat ourselves twice. Yeah. And I was quite happy for Russell Wilson to stay at the Seahawks. So I, I think it's probably a, a good move for the Seahawks, especially if they come up trumps and bring in Watson. Yeah, that's my concern. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, same. But I'm very happy that we don't have to face him twice. It's just, you know, seeing his face less. I just don't really enjoy seeing his face uh, as a general kind of guy. He's very obnoxious, so uh, he's gone. Uh, but, you know, the FC West is kind of stuck, kind of stuck now. Um, but on that front, I'm, I'm very happy that the Seahawks keep making a fool of themselves by releasing via Twitter the best player and all pro and like the way they treat you know they treated Sherman and and Wagner and basically everybody that's been there <laughs> winning them a Super Bowl is just kind of disgusting. I'm very happy it's not us. I tell you what was interesting Gareth I've mentioned on the show before Ruby's PE teacher's a Broncos fan and when I hobbled into the playground on my crutches the other day he had his Broncos hoodie he had his Broncos hat on and he was like, I've got Russell Wilson. I've got Russell Wilson. And we'd done um, a best ball fantasy draft the night before. And I'd reluctantly took Wilson. And I'd messaged him oh, and okay. said, I'd, Rus- I'd text him and said, I hate taking the Seahawks play. So I thought, yes, my record. Never drafting <laughs> the Seahawks in fantasy football is still live. But like you said, Najee, you know, I, I came to sport 2012. And Wilson has absolutely battered us all the day. Mm. 16 and 4 and... I agree with what you said, Lee. Maybe he was on the decline, but it is interesting to see Seattle blow up. But in the most 49er fashion, my happiness was dashed Gareth when the next day Deshaun Watson was... I thought they got rid of Wilson. We're all celebrating in the demise. And then you say, oh, they might be trading for Deshaun Watson. I don't think they will go for Watson because all those shiny picks they've got from Denver would go straight over to Houston. And I think Seattle have got a lot more problems than the quarterback that they need. But uh, like you said, Najee, the AFC West, I mean, Wilson's yeah. not even the best, what, he's the third best quarterback in that division behind yeah. Mahomes and Herbert. So, wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot for the Broncos to pay to move up from finishing fourth to finishing third in the division. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I can still see that. I can see them sneaking a the playoff uh, third in, in the AFC West. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I... Well, fair play to to Russell. He hasn't uh, shied away from the challenge of being in that division. Yeah, it's true. He would have given given me pause for thought should I ever be an elite quarterback, which I, I think is unlikely now. <laughs> I think the thing you've got to remember as well, Gareth, like Jimmy is obviously the forefront of all 49ers fans. And we've said before on this show, we're waiting for the dominoes to fall. We're waiting for Rodgers to go. Obviously, he's still at the Packers. We're waiting for Wilson to be drafted. Lee, our good friend Dan, the commander who comes to the Super Bowl meetups, absolutely devastated that they've taken Carson Wentz. He was <laughs> yeah, definitely wanting Jimmy. And like you said, Gareth, the kind of the moves, I thought we would have something else to talk about tonight, but it seems to have slowed down a little bit. Mm. So you know, I've got to say, over the past week, you've seen Jimmy's um, value gradually rise and rise and rise. But then I think it's already peaked and it's on the way down again yeah. after Mitchell Trubisky 
was picked up by the Steelers. Mm. I think that speaks volumes of where other teams see see Jimmy's value. And the concern now is we're looking likely that the Colts are the um, the most interested team and therefore we're not looking at anything uh, higher than a third-round pick. Mm. Yeah, I think I think when it comes to Jimmy's value, he's basically the same as he is as a player in terms of his what people think of him. He's just polarizing. And I would imagine if you'd ask the 30, you know, or the one team what they think of Jimmy, you'll you'll have half of them that say he's a good QB and half of them that won't even look at them at him and would rather have Mitchell Trubisky or Carlson Wentz uh, over him. Um, you know, it's exactly like our fan base and the NFL as a whole, really. And it looks like, unfortunately, of the team that need a QB, uh, are the ones that think that he's not worth, um, you know, whatever we're asking for, which I'm not quite sure what it is right now. Um, but, you know, there's still hope. I think, um, yeah, the Deshaun Watson thing is obviously uh, the the biggest last domino, um, as disgusting as it is. Um, but it's, it's also probably going to get suspended for a few games. Um, next next season, I would imagine. So that that might take a while to to happen. But it's still, you know, the Saints, the Panthers, and uh, the Colts. Um, I, you know, I don't know. There's, there's probably maybe another team or two that might um, take a pun at him. Um, I, I don't know. Well, we'll see. There's still three four teams that might. You know, Trubisky might not be uh, the end be or end all for the Steelers. They might still, you know, try and compete or something. I don't know. But, it'll, yeah. be int- it'll be interesting, Nadji. So, say for example, Watson goes from the Texans, Jimmy ends up at the Texans, and yeah, he, the said Texans in, he, exactly, he said yeah. in his press conference, didn't he, Jimmy? He wanted to go to a team with a winning culture, and it'll be interesting yeah. to see how he spins it. Plus, we've got to remember Jimmy has his no trade clause, so has the big offers put to Jimmy? Well, yeah, it's, is it expired today? Oh, I wasn't sure if it was the it expires on expired. Wednesday. It expires on Wednesday, so that might that might be another thing where we're like. We're trying to get him in a good situation, but that's not happening. And then on Wednesday, when he doesn't have a choice anymore, we'll just ship him. We'll see. There's still a lot of time, you know, until training I had, camp. I had to say, Gareth, I like that you threw that disclaimer in because um, I did a show on Sunday night with a couple of Americans and they were talking in great detail about the quarterback wheel. And then just as we finished, the Tom Brady news broke. <laughs> <laughs> and it threw everything for that the last hour that they'd been talking about. And they were talking about Cousins as well. Obviously, yeah. he's just been signed again. And it, like you said, Gareth, it just shows you there to remind everyone we've recorded this. Eight o'clock on Monday, the 14th of March. By the time Lee releases this, it could be old news. But yeah, yeah. that's the beauty of the NFL. And it, it's just been, like we said, look at Aaron Rodgers. You look at the word in that contract, gents. Is it just another one-year rental? You know, Jordan mm-hmm. Love, if they are going to keep Aaron for the four years, is Jimmy behind Jordan Love? Is someone going to trade up for Jordan? You, you just don't know at this point, do you? And yeah. I agree with Lee, if it is the Colts, you said it in the last show, I think, Lee, that we wouldn't get much if it's the Colts because they don't have a first-round pick, I don't think, oh, that's this right. year, the they Colts. Don't. They don't have a first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at third-round picks here now. If it's going to be the Colts, it's going to be third-round picks. Look at the other quarterback needy teams. You've got the New Orleans Saints. You've got the Carolina Panthers. Um, it's debatable whether people think um, Sam Darnold is a better prospect than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think his value has peaked. Is on the way down. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I, can't, I can't see us getting a lot 
for him. Um, and you no. do the weather, the team potentially digging their heels in. That's where other people have looked at, at Wentz. And obviously players like Trubisky were free agents anyway. So yeah. you, you can sign them. And, and obviously Trubisky is probably happy to sign for however oh, many, two or three million to have a chance to, to you know restart his career. Whereas Jimmy's perhaps not at that point. So if if we need to, by Wednesday, when we have to get under the salary cap and shed around nine million, do we just cut Jimmy? Um, I mean... I think it isn't his salary guaranteed, so that I don't think we would save money at all by doing that. Um, but uh, we've just but saved save, a lot of save money. money when? Couldn't when? Well, uh, by the cut, new year. Uh, yeah, cut him to get to get us under the salary cap by the Wednesday deadline. I think we are though, aren't we? No, I think we're we're still over. Yeah, we're still over. We're still over. It's only the fifty-first. Uh, that, that counts towards the cap. Um, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll get through it in a bit. Um, yeah, yes, I, I don't, that, I'm not quite sure. That's what's made free agency, which you're going to lead into now, Gareth, a little bit for the 49ers fans. It's it's a bit strange because we can't really get that excited. And you know, there's reports today when I was preparing for the show saying that we're expected to be aggressive on the cornerback market. And but then you look, Tomlinson's gone to the Jets. I mean. We all said, I think, in the last couple of shows, Tomlinson was likely to go because he was going to get paid. And when I look mm. at the deal, it's a three-year deal with the Jets, $40 million, $27 million guaranteed. And, you know, like you said, until I think we're about 4.4 over the cap as it stands today. But obviously, they can restructure of if Jimmy gets moved on. And I try not to worry too much about the cap because you look at our good friends, the Rams, you look at the Saints, you look at all these teams that seem to be over the cap. Green Bay, they've signed someone else today. I think they've signed a safety or they've, they've, uh, an edge rusher, sorry, they've repackaged up. And I think, how have they got the money? But it just depends. I don't know whether they're waiting for Jimmy to go first before they restructure anyone. But I'd seen some murmurings, Gareth, that we might keep Jimmy till training camp because of his trade value, you know, in case there's any injuries. Or, but yeah. the longer he stays on the roster the longer this kind of talk drags on and on and on. I think all of us are getting a bit frustrated with it now, Neil Watson included. I think that that's it for me. We just, you know, we, we're moving on from him. We, we need to move on from him. And the immediate priority is is re-signing or, or signing other players. Because yeah. to be honest, you know, we get a third or a fourth round pick for him. That's not earth shattering and we're okay for picks we, we we're doing okay for sort of mid-round picks yeah so, well in, in that case should we uh, should we do what you know the cowboys did where and you know you just take whatever you, you're given take a fifth mm-hmm. take a six whatever um you know what they did with amari cooper is it, kind of crazy but sometimes you just it's either that or you cut him so you take take the the fifth you know it's an extra player that might turn into you know Fred Warner or whatever so mm. um, and we'll see I, I I know I know we're all fed up of talking about Jimmy and waiting for the news but we're, we're only in March you know the I I think until the draft is done and dusted there's there's no really any reason to panic and and I know there's loads of QB getting signed and and everything but you know the it we're not even in a new year yet in a new league yet so let's, let's just wait and see and see what where all the chip fall and it'll be gone i, I have no doubt about that um and we'll as, as you said gareth i think we have 
more pressing needs right now, <laughs> especially with the signing the Jets made. Yeah, certainly. So, yeah, with Lake and Tomlinson uh, definitely gone, uh, mm. and we have quite a list of impending free agents, though some of the uh, uh, sort of depth players have been re-signed um, in the last couple of weeks. Who are, who are the guys you think that are left that we've absolutely got to re-sign? I know, I think Tomlinson would have been top of that list, so now he's yeah. got. Who, who's next on the must-not-let-him-go list? Who wants to go first? Lee, do you want to? Yeah, I mean, I, I can go first. So, obviously, we put that post in the group um, three, four weeks ago and now, and I'm sure the second person on that list, because Nathan Tomlinson was uh, number one, the second mm. person was DJ Jones. But yeah. the, way, the way the defensive linemen are going today and the contracts they're getting, forget that. DJ mm. Jones is gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I've made yeah. my peace with that, based mm. off what I've already seen over the last couple of hours. So looking down our our free agent list now, you know, Arden Key, I would like to keep him. I think we'd be able to get him on a reasonable contract. Mm. Um, Jawan Jennings, obviously we, we tended him. He hasn't signed it yet. Hopefully he will resign it. Um, we can't really we can't really influence that anymore. So it is what it is. Um, who else have we got? We've got um, Al Shear on a restricted free agent. Um, I don't think we've tended him either. So again, well, he's restricted, so we're we're allowed to match if he gets an offer, aren't we? Isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so I, yeah, but I think you're right. I, again, it's kind of game of dominoes, isn't it? Like if I'm sure they're trying to work DJ Jones, but if he's too expensive, then we're gonna have to sign. You know. Street and Givens and all of these people to make sure we have the depth. Yeah, I think we're stuck in no man's land this season, this off yeah. season. It feels really strange. I mean, as Paul said, people, people are expecting us to make a big splash in the cornerback market, but really, looking at our cup situation, we can't really do that. We're going to have to let it play out. Um, all the big players are going to be gone. And, and to be fair, there was only two cornerbacks that I wanted us to make a run at. One of them's re-signed with the Patriots today. That was J.C. Jackson. The other one, yeah, yeah, mm. they re-signed him. And then the other one is uh, Carlton Davis from the Buccaneers. And I just don't think we'd be able to afford him because I think he's going to command big money. So we we kind of I left. Don't, I don't think J.C. Jackson be left. signed yet. Yeah, yeah, he it's, signed this morning. He re-signed. Well, um, Mike Girardi just tweeted that he's had an offer from the Chargers, so... I don't think he's resigned. He was on my list as well, Lee. And, and like you said, Lee, did you see what Lynch said about DJ Jones? I'm chuckling there because that was my first one. And he'd said that basically he's one of his favourite people in the building. But unfortunately, Jones outplayed what we can offer him. He played too well last year yeah, yeah, for us yeah. to keep him. And like it's funny, Lee, saying that there, you know, we come on and we do this show and we don't speak much other than in the group pod. But Jones, Key... You know, Brunskill is another one that I've got on my list that I thought, oh, especially now that Tomlinson's gone. But it is a strange waiting game. But J- JC was one of my cornerbacks, but I didn't realise he'd re-signed for the Patriots, to be honest. No, he hasn't. Missed that. It, it definitely hasn't. So I did no. see I did see a report come up. Maybe that was not confirmed. Yeah, um, no. He's, they've signed Hoyer, McCarty, and some centre guard. Um but yeah, no, no, yet. Yeah. I think he's gonna get so much money. He's like top top corner, isn't he? So yeah, he's looking good. See what's funny, Gareth. Before <laughs> we jumped on, Adam Fishlock has put a post in the group 
and he's put it's depressing looking at all the clubs that have made moves on the free agency tracker scrolling down to 49ers and seeing yeah. we've extended your Jermichael Hasty and what Neil Graham has put a good response back you know it's only been going for four hours yeah. and like we've said Lee we're waiting for the dominoes to fall and but it's been good for us to come on and jump on and, and try and chat a little bit tonight and keep the interest going and you'll chuckle Nadji while you've been a bit off social media we put a tweet out yesterday with the guy sat with a cup of coffee at the desk it says you know change my mind and I put it out yesterday yeah. the 49ers and Jimmy G work a deal to restructure to bring Jimmy back and I think Lee was cursing me because we got quite a lot of replies to that my phone was <laughs> beeping quite a lot so it was a quiet news day but I think we're all in the same aren't we we're all refreshing our phones we're all expecting some big splash but what about you Gareth what about you and free agency would you have liked to have seen us well, I think you've touched on the fact that it's it's underwhelming for us, but it's the, it's the position we're in is is we seem to have gathered and, and found so many good players that play beyond their current contract values, like Lakin Tomlinson and, and DJ Jones, that it's sad that we lose these guys, but it shows that the kind of the system, the team building approaches is, is working. We're not we're not the ones who who have got a lot of salary cap and are looking to upgrade. It's mm. it's we've got the players at that top level. There's there's not many places we can upgrade. We can't even keep the players that we've got. So yeah. while it's a little bit disappointing, um, it's it's the good tough decisions to to have to be in when you've got yeah. too many good players, um, and you and you just can't keep them all. Uh, maybe that's a that's an even tougher job for for Shanahan and Lynch than it is when you're in the building phase and and it's very easy when we were in 2017 2018 to look around and think yeah we can upgrade with that player and yeah we can afford 12 million to to spend on that player it, it, free agency is almost easy then um and it's just yeah. it's difficult for us but it's difficult for all the successful teams because everyone wants to keep the team that has been successful back together uh, and unfortunately, the way contracts go, you you just can't do it. It's it's how best you manage that process. Yeah. But if you look at the well, Colts, sorry, Nadji, if you look at the Colts, their move went off, and the whole contract went over the Commanders. They've now got seventy million in free agency. Yeah. Have you seen the Jaguars have given Christian Kirk a four-year deal worth up to eighty-four million dollars? That, that's really bad news for us because we haven't resigned. Uh, we haven't extended Debo yet. Yeah. It, you know, like you said, Lee, it's, it's little things like that. You wouldn't think of that. That dropped in the group chat I'm in and you think, wowzers, where Christian Kirk getting $84 million? It's like Golladay last year. Got yeah, it's like Golladay, isn't it? Yeah. But we, we, are, we are in the point where contracts are now managing for next year's big TV money. Yeah, uh, and absolutely. The, and the likely salary cap increase. So a lot of these guys will be manageable for this year and maybe next year. And then their, you know, their salaries will will inflate, and I'm sure that that's what we'll do with Debo and and with Bosa as well. Well, yeah, because that's the thing, isn't it? It's like I know it's frustrating that you know this isn't the Premier League. Like you can't just buy whoever for how much money you want or whatever. And it's it, you know, the transfer window when it comes to football is exciting because anybody can go anywhere. But this is the NFL, and that's not how it works. And I don't think that's the way we've been building our team, and I think our team is pretty good. So let's you know let's keep it like that. And you, you've got to look at it like. Yeah, we're not in the news right now, but do you want to be in the news now and 
or, or do you want to be in the news in like two weeks when you see Bosa's and Debo's extension? Because, you know, it can't be both, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd rather, you know, we don't sign anyone in free agency and we try and keep, you know, the players that we, we have as much as possible and sign those two guys and then maybe down the line sign. You know, like James, like, you know, uh, Arden Key was really late signing and he played really well for us. Um or uh, or many who you know that that kind of stuff that just happens mid season or whatever and can still produce really well um so i'd rather be that team um that you know that's exciting in october november december rather than now um there's no football to be played now so mm. let's not be too excited but i have a name i think we should try and keep just because um I just don't really see who else could replace him in our system, and that's K1 Williams. Um, I think he's just when he's not there, it's such a big hole, and mm-hmm. he's you know he's he's such a good player, and you understand the philosophy and 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 the whole thing, and he's I don't know I I really like him, um, and, and because our corner situation is what it is, we know what we because. Because you can, yeah, you can sign Jesse Jackson, but he's not going to have the season he had last year. That's, you know, it's very hard to replicate season like that. So I'd rather have somebody like him because you know what you're getting. Um, I, I, I know it's a slot, so it's completely different. But um, yeah, I think I think it'd be nice if we could sign him, and I, I think it's possible. There's so many corners on the market. Um, I don't know who's gonna. Apart from Saleh and McDaniel, he's going to go out and sign him, basically. Well, I think um, he tested free agency last year and, and yeah. perhaps find the, though obviously with the, with the reduced salary cap, it was a, a tough year for a lot of teams to manage well, their existing to, to be honest, I mean, he didn't have the greatest of years last year, K1 Williams. No. no, it was I, one I of his well, years. Yeah. Mm. He played, that's, that's, what, that's what you want, though, because, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You, you might want to sign the big name, but if they have a average season, you, it's better to have a you know somebody like Al Shahir getting paid less than a million dollar, get playing the way he did, you know. And I think it's a much better, healthier way of making a team. I, I genuinely think free agency is um, is kind of a lottery as much as the draft is, because well, you know, like Golladay was a big signing last year, didn't do anything. Um, I mean, the whole Giants team is a mess. So, but you know, show me a, a free agent that you know really changed the whole team. Um, it doesn't happen that often. So, um, yeah, I think you raised a good point there, Nadji. And you always do talk a lot of sense. And I'm nodding along, sat here, and you're right, Devo. I knew a few people panicked because he was in Miami. At the weekend yeah. with McDaniel, and he tweeted out asking for real estate. And you're right, we want to keep Debo, we want to yeah. keep both, and you can't have both. And like you said, it's it's that way Shanahan and Lynch are, are building the team. I mean, another name, one of Lee's favourites, Ibukam. There's talk that he might be a cut because I think he's due 8.5 million this year. Yeah, and they think yeah, they might be able to get cheaper. Big. And you might yeah. be right, Nadji, if we can keep K1, but we can keep Ibukam. You're keeping two players there for the price of one. And it's one thing of the sport that we love. You, you've said there, you know, the, the Premier League, Chelsea, Newcastle, Man United, that can go out and they can buy whoever they want, Man City, where with the NFL, you've got to manage the salary cap. And yes, it goes up each year. And that's part of seeing how you put your team together. 
Um, I did chuckle, Lee. The Patriots have re-signed our old favourite, Brian Hoyer. Mm. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Kirk um, Cousins, whoever his agent is, I'd love him to be my agent because, Christ almighty, he's just had guaranteed money after guaranteed money. It's, what, yeah. $250 million for Kirk Cousins. And you're right, Nadji, we could be one of those teams. So when you look at yeah. Jimmy's contract, it wasn't that bad when it was signed. When you look at the, no. the types of quarterbacks getting $30-$40 million this year, the Chiefs... Yeah. Mahomes is escalating contracts starting to kick in this year. And that's why I'm saying I'm not worried about the salary cap. It just you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, really. And I think news will break, but the elephant in the room is the Jimmy G. And people are looking at Jimmy's twenty five million dollars and thinking, like Gareth said at the start of the show, do we cut him? Do we not cut him? And I suppose, Gareth, a lot may happen between now and the sixteenth of March. So if that does happen, I have a feeling you may get two. 49 faithful UK episodes back to back because if there's any breaking news we yeah. will be um, prepared to jump on because we got ahead of it was it last year Lee we managed to yeah we did yeah yeah. I think we were the first ones weren't we with some of the breaking news so yeah the uh, the trade up the the trade with the Dolphins for the for the picks I think we we recorded within about three or four hours of that being announced so I think it was a little bit yeah. quicker than that to be fair mm. yeah it was uh, it was good. It was very good. So just uh, there's there's a couple of guys here. I think uh, looking through the list who, have, who you know as starters. Just to, as a quick roundup, you know, keep or cut. Guy like yeah. some for it. No, nah, cut. I just oh. no. Nah, it, it. You can't. Uh, unfortunately, it's he's, it's not he's made of glass. Yeah. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. We saw what it did to our season. You know, we, it, you know. I mean, yeah, we made it to a playoff into the NFC Championship, but the, those four or six weeks, basically, the you know, the dip that we had uh, before before the bye week was due be- because of all the injuries again, um, and we just can't. Let's not forget 2020. <laughs> just, let's let's just stay away from people made of glass that just don't play. Or yeah, he's a yeah, one, like, he's a fantastic player when he's fit. Yeah, unfortunately, absolutely. he's not fit long enough. That that also applies to the next guy on the list, where he must keep could. up. Yeah. No, let him go. I'm yeah. saying no, could. Yeah, don't don't resign. Really and there's there's a worse problem with keeping Raheem. And as much as I'd love to for us to have him, you know, I have his jersey. Um, you know, the Packers game was legendary. We'll mm. never forget that. But it, are you going to bench Elijah Mitchell for this? No, it's not going to happen. And I still want to see Trey Sermon, and you know, and there's a ton of really good running back in this year's draft um, that runs sub four four <laughs> that I'm sure we're going to draft. So um, I think yeah, a problem we have a problem we might have as well, Nadji, to cut in there is the Dolphins have signed Chase Edmonds yeah. on a two year twelve point six million deal, which includes six point one guaranteed. And I think a lot of the noise was maybe. He's Mustard would go over there, but like I think he might. Lee. I think he might. He, he might end up at the Jets, or but I think he's getting too much money for. Same again, he's too yeah. too injured as well. I say, I think the combination of the age, the fact that I don't yeah. think he's ever really practiced 2019 when he wasn't having the full running back load for the whole season, um, yeah. is the only season I think he's he's sort of played all the way through. So unfortunately, at 30 years of age and. And wanting a, a a decent payday, which he's earned, um, there's there's perhaps going to only be a limited number of teams for someone like him. Um, yeah. Josh Norman, keep or cut? 
keep him. The guy's fantastic. G- g- give him 80 million a season. He's worth it. I was surprised we didn't franchise tag him, Gareth. I was waiting for us to jump on. I was quite aghast. <laughs> What's the tag for a corner? It's way too much money for him. Um, uh, to be fair, I, depending on how much money you get, I wouldn't mind keeping him. It, it's it, again, you know what you're getting. Um, for that, you know, if he's around the one million dollar can the two million dollar price tag, I'd, I don't have a problem having him on the team. He's experienced, and maybe he'll be better next year. He's um, 35 now, so that's yeah. Well, that be- makes me feel bad. Like I'm, you know, I've turned 38 and I'm still playing. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, I can't comment on injuries at the moment, Gareth. I, it's a touchy subject. Mohamed <laughs> uh, Sanu? No. No. Jaquiski Tart? That's probably one That's that does require some thought. No, I, th- I think I think we need to move on from mm, from Tart as well. And the unfortunate thing is, I mean, he, he has been a good player for us. He's been a reasonably yeah. consistent player when he hasn't been injured. However, the only thing people's ever going to remember him about for yeah is that drop yeah i agree i think i think it it would just be him reminding us you know of every time we see him it'd be like if he has a pick be like oh you caught that one did you yeah yeah, so, yeah. um yeah it's gonna uh, be I, I i agree kurt too injured as well um and ufanga's been playing really really well so and clearly apparently we want to keep jimmy ward for whatever reason so um, Just a maybe. quick couple of names. The inevitable Dante Johnson. Oh, keep him. He's a legendary now. He, he, I'm sure he owns the building or something. There's no, I don't understand. Team mascot. Um, <laughs> interesting one with the news. Tom Compton, who is listed as a guard, even though he obviously covered at tackle. Yeah, I would keep him just because, you know, average line is better than unknown. Um, you know these these guys are on just over a million a year from yeah well, yeah I'd, I'd the, the like were last season the were last season you don't know what they're going to be on this year yeah true but you know like, tackle and guard get well you see what Tomlinson gets so that's you know twenty seven million a year so let's keep him for two million so so I think I think Gareth's going down the same list as me and I, I just want to point out you've missed Marcel Harris yeah I have I was just I was trying to be a, a bit concise and cut a few few of the sort of starters really. Fair enough. If you want to talk about Marcel Harris, please go ahead. Yeah, silence. <laughs> On that gap there, Gareth, there's some slight breaking news because whilst we've been recording, Lee, the little minx, has been tweeting people from the 49er Faithful UK account, stirring the pot with little eyeball emojis. And Nick Ludlam has totally fallen for it because he thought Lee had some breaking news because he said he's got the notifications turned on, Lee. So when you've tweeted that out... Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> a lot of people. So that just goes to show you, know, Gareth, at the moment, that no news is any news. So Lee, literally, if you're on Twitter, jump on and just see. Lee has just tweeted out three eyeball emojis, and Nick Ludlam straight away was like, what What's happened? Up? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> so it looks I'll like we're you what, a bit of fun with that, Lee. I'll tell you what, Paul, he bit so quick, I thought he was stood behind us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's just texted me there Lee and he put in capital letters I was like oh my god oh my god what's happened I nearly dropped my phone and then he was like god damn you you've got me but again we're all doing the same thing no, I've, I've nearly fallen for a couple of those you know the fake Adam Schefter accounts and when you look at the name closely 
you think, ah, you've got me there. And I suppose it was a bit like when the Rodgers contract broke, Gareth. Mm. I didn't know whether to believe it or not at first. And I don't think they've actually officially announced the terms of the deal. But it just goes to show you're in that lovely in-between. Also, Lee, I don't know how long we've got left. I just wanted to touch upon, (laughs) just don't know if you saw in the group, it might be a bit of a deep couple of minutes, and I apologise. There's been a couple of the groups struggling recently. Um, And obviously, none of us are mental health counsellors. None of us are professionals. However, we have got a great community. We've got a great group. And I just wanted to take this opportunity to say that it's okay not to be okay. If you are struggling, obviously drop us a message. But I would urge anybody in that situation to reach out to someone, you know, professional. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just, you know. Well well said, Paul. I I just wanted to throw that out there because we've all gone through stuff, you know. Lee on the last show I had some of the health problems. I've had some of my problems, and it just—I think it doesn't well, get we talked do. about enough. We, I think you're absolutely right, and I'm not sure this is the right avenue to talk about it. But there is absolutely no shame in seeking counsel or help from a professional. Um, your brain is a complex machine that needs somebody that knows what they're talking about, and they—it's. It, it is crazy to me that we're in 2022 and it's still, you know, a stigma to talk about mental health. Um, it's getting better and, you know, we're, we're getting there. But I have absolutely no shame saying I've been in therapy. Uh, I needed it, changed my life. Um, it's something, you, you know, it doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't, you know, it, it's the same as going to see any kind of doctor when you go something you're not quite sure about. Um, just absolutely, if you need it. Uh, friends are not professionals and they are biased in towards you. Go and talk to somebody. Um, it, even if it's once, it might, it might help you. Um, there is absolutely no shame in it. And you should, you know, feel empowered by it. I think it's amazing to do it. Um, I wish I could go to therapy all the time. Um, it's very expensive, unfortunately. But um, it's definitely worth it. I think everybody should definitely... Uh, we should all be on therapy all the time with the lives we've, especially after the last two years. It's mental, it's crazy to be, you know, keep keep going and not doing anything about your brain. Just well, we do take it for granted, Nadji, that for us four, you know, we call it the weekly therapy session, yeah. and we have our group chats, and we have our our forty nine faithful group. And I'll say it again, and I'm very biased. Our group is amazing. Other fan bases don't have our is. group. And I saw the post, it's on the Facebook group if you want to go on. I'm not going to name names, but a few people have come forward and shared their story. And like you, Nadja, I've been had my ups and downs, which most people know. And whether it's the right platform or not, I just wanted to take this opportunity to say that, you know, we're a small 49er Faithful UK podcast and we do have people who listen and you don't know who's struggling. And it was just to put oh, that message out there. So I just wanted to cut in there, Gareth. So thanks for obviously let me and Nadja you really appreciate you sharing your story as well because I no, think that I does think, help break uh, I think it's uh, yeah I think it starts there it, you know if if you say yeah I've been to therapy and it becomes something normal then more people will do it and more people will rip the benefit of it or no it might not be for you um you know it's it's not a it's not as simple as taking a med, a med or something sometimes and it's a long process so but yeah I think the first step is to just do it and then yeah, make the first step is the hardest step, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And that's it. I think it's it's if you if you snap your leg, you go to A and E. If you're if 
your emotions or your mental isn't right go go it's the same you just go and get it treated um yeah we've got to move past that and you know fair play it's one thing the nfl does seem to be uh you know embracing so it's not at all off topic uh paul and probably uh very well said i think yeah well um, said paul yeah I think we come to the end. It's, uh, it's been fairly quiet. We've talked about uh, not having really much money, but are there any any other players out there who are getting cut left and right? Anyone you think we could realistically make a run at? Any of the safeties? <laughs> no. Um, I thought maybe we could have a show of Marcus Williams, the um, the Saints safety. I, I think it's got to be too expensive for us, but um, maybe. I don't know. There seems to be a lot of there's sort of wide receivers and linebackers and yeah. just not the positions we need. Yeah, I'm going to say, I know we're approaching the end. Personally, I'd like to see Bobby Wagner because I'd love him to stick it to the yeah, Seahawks. Um, I don't know how nice. we could afford it, or, but we can talk about that in the next show, Gareth. So. <laughs> that would be nice. So that would be an interesting one, um, Bobby Wagner. I mean, personally, I don't want to say Um I think he would add value to the team without a shadow of a doubt. I, I just Richard Sherman was one thing, but I understood Richard Sherman, where Bobby Wagner is a completely different animal. Yeah, yeah. I I think it would make it would make us better for sure. Although I don't know where he would slot in because he plays you know same position as Fred. Yeah, I wouldn't so mind picking would... up uh, Zadarius Smith. Mm. Now that mm. the the Packers have made their decision to go with Preston. Yeah, that's true. I Again, think he'd though, be a good Ed, Ed Rush, Ed Rush are expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're disappointing but, people here. We're not mentioning big name quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm only joking, Gareth. Before you give your, <laughs> well, I think yeah, it's uh, it's the it's the edge rusher when we we need to replace D Ford and, and nothing against him personally. We just need to get out from underneath D Ford's contract. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I think same as Barrett, we, isn't it? Enough is enough. It's... You can't if you can't play. Would you resign DJ Reed? Yes, from the I seat. would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I would as well because it's not as though it's not as though he could get into the team when we lost them. We lost them off the practice squad where the mm-hmm. Seahawks came in. We we didn't cut him or anything, so it's not as though we, we discarded him. We thought he was a good player. It's just that he couldn't get into the team at the time, and he's definitely shown over the last two years that he, he's a very good cornerback. He may not be up there with the elite cornerbacks, but he, he's certainly an improvement on what we have. He knows the system. He knows the the ethos of the team, and I yeah. think he, he definitely add value at quite a smaller cap hit than some of the guys that we've talked about, like of uh, Chad Davis, J.C. Jackson. Um, you've got Stephen Gilmore, who we haven't actually mentioned, mm. um, but that, that's somebody else to stay away from. I think he's had too many injuries over the past couple of seasons, yeah, and we really need somebody who's going to play game game in, game out. Yeah, I agree. I just saw actually Justin Reed is, you know, Texans safety is a free agent. I wouldn't mind having him. It's Justin Reed, Eric Reed's brother. I don't think so, no. They're not related. I, th- I thought there was a relation there. Um, maybe, but not that I'm aware of. I'll double check. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's it for our slightly premature, perhaps, free agency uh, discussion. Um, unless anyone else has got any other burning bits of news to share or ideas or bold prediction, perhaps, for free agency. No? Fair no, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> one of those seasons where 
I, I think, unfortunately, being a 49ers fan, we're not really going to see a big splash in free agency. We, we're certainly not going to see a big splash in the draft because we don't have a first-round pick anymore. Um, and our second round is right at the very end of the second round as well. So I think it's been an, as far as being an exciting off-season, as far as additions concerned, I, I think we're all going to be disappointed if we've come into it thinking, yeah, let's get these really good players in, um, make our roster a lot stronger than what it was last season. In reality, we're more than likely going to come out of this slightly weaker because of the type of players we're losing in positions of strength. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Eric Reed is um, his brother, Justin Reed. Yeah, I thought he was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll say just based off that, the the, the fact that uh, Eric Lee Reed left the 49ers under a bit of a cloud, uh, I think that would kind of Different put him regime, off. though. Different regime. Um. No, no, it wasn't. no, it wasn't. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, maybe not. Okay. Well, fair enough. Um, yeah, I think I think it's going to be a bit of a boring few months for us. Um, you know, we're picking 61 in a draft and stuff like that. I, don't, I just don't think much is going to happen until, you know, obviously we're going to draft some players, but then until June and OTAs and all that kind of thing, I don't think much is going to happen. Yeah, and I I don't think we're going to see the. Uh, Debo and Bosa's extension until then but I think to me that's what the free agency is about because when you get those guys under uh, a decent long-term contract it feels like you've just signed a new player yeah that's true yeah I, th- I think we'll pick up that fifth option and then talk extension before we there's you know plenty because Bosa's on his fourth right yeah I think so you're right yeah yeah this one is his fourth so there's really no rush at all to do his contract. <laughs> See, the, the thing you've got to finish off, Gareth, is look at Adams at the Green Bay's turnaround and say, I'm not playing on the franchise tag. So, mm-hmm. like Nadji said, you don't need to, all those ones say, you don't need to worry. I don't think we're going to be in a position with those premier players. And you've said that really well, Gareth. They're going to be like new signings. But um, do not fear. Me and Lee will keep you entertained on 49 <laughs> <laughs> UK Twitter. We are, Lee, up to 3,691 followers. So I would like to see us get to 4,000 followers. That would be quite nice. And if there's anything you want us to tweet out, drop me a message. We're always keen to see if there's any polls going on there. And hopefully we might have some interesting guests join us, Gareth, throughout the next few months. Because Mm -hmm. obviously we're putting our tentacles out there on Twitter. So we will keep everyone updated. I think we had the journalist from America who wanted to jump on. So obviously Mm -hmm. we could try and tie that in and... We've got a couple of other people who may have reached out. Until it's all confirmed, I will say no more, but I will leave that mm. little teaser so, out so, there for you so all. Jesse Jackson is indeed now a Chargers player. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, big, I mean, big uh, money. They're, uh, they're making a bit of a push, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're coming well, yeah. well, they're making you advantage need... of the rookie contract, aren't they? Like, like Magic yeah. said there, with yeah. Herbert, with, with us with Trey Lance, that's why we're moving on to Trey Lance. We've got his rookie contract. You're just going to waste it if you don't use it. So, mm. how much have they paid for JC Jackson then before we finish off? Don't know yet. But that's what you need. You need corners when you're going to face, you know, Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes <laughs> four times. Oof. Yeah, they haven't said the deal. I've just said they're no, expected they to yeah. sign him. But... Yeah. Say it soon. Sure, say it soon. Big money deal. 
So mm. thank you, gentlemen. Um, thanks also to everyone who has listened to the show throughout the uh, 2021 season. Hopefully you will join us for uh, the 2022 season, which I think starts with the next podcast in a, um, probably in a week or so, perhaps even less if there's some exciting news. Well, uh, more likely Wednesday night after we trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the Buccaneers for Tom <laughs> yeah, Brady. We'll, we'll Basically, be- as, soon, as soon as it goes, we'll do a pod. Yeah. Uh, please like and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts uh, and you can find the YouTube channel by searching for 49 a faithful UK show uh, Maybe a bit premature with everything that's going on but if you are thinking about planning a trip to go and see the Niners this year in San Francisco um, Lee's put a lot of good uh, tips and, and other sort of visiting San Francisco content on the YouTube channel uh, so if you are having a visit that's worth um, uh, checking out or feel free to put some questions in the Facebook group. Um, lots of us, I think, have been over and, and lots of us have got some good tips for visiting if if that's something on your plans for this year. So say, uh, stay safe. Thank you, guys. And go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Francisco 49ers deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner deep Clark Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest on the up all time Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick We're all students and Bill Walsh, don't ever forget